We're going to talk to you. You are the initiate. You are the cosmic being. I found out that I was actually getting a two inch by two inch brand with a color as a man. We no longer under the laws of Moses. The world that even cut with violence and the violence shall take it by force. Coffee. And cults. <sighs> Hi, John. Hi, Sam. Hi, listeners. And welcome to Coffee and Cults, where once a month, or sometimes a bit more often, we meet, drink coffee, and talk cults and fringe religious movements from around the world. Please be aware this podcast may not be suitable for all listeners, as it will contain strong language and, uh, I'm guessing, some bad stuff now, John. What what content warnings have we got? Content warnings just for criminal investigations and fire, Mm. really, that's all. Mmm, fire. Cool. Thank you for uh, listening to us today. We hope you're all very well. You all yeah. right, John? Yeah. We, we appreciate <laughs> and uh, and love you all. Thank you, those of you that have been in touch with us uh, about our Jehovah's Witness uh, episodes. It's been really nice to hear from you all. So thank you for that. Yeah. Um, can I, before we start on our, um, oh, in case you haven't read the title, we're going to be doing a little bit of an update about 12 tribes today. Um, but before we start, can I do some Patreon shout outs, please, John? Yeah, you can go for it. Yeah. Uh, listeners, we are on patreon.com forward slash coffee and cults. Um, and we've got some lovely folks on there um, who in their special benefit tier get a lovely shout out from us online. So to begin with, thank you very much to Erica Kay. Woo, thank you, Erica. Woo, thank you, Erica. We love you. Uh, and and to Kate W. Her full name is, well, their full name is on here, but I don't know if they want that kind yeah, of show. I think that's fair. Hey, Kate W. We hey, love you. Hey, Kate W. Thank you very much for uh, being our Patreon. We're your friend. Yay. Um, and also to, mm, uh, this this person's name just has three letters. Uh, G-K-M. Thank you. Hey, G-K-M. G- hey, G-J-K. Oh no, I broke. GKM, thank you very much. We love you. We love you. Um, if you'd like to support us, you can do that over there at Patreon, where you can see uh, when we do them this way, video versions of some of our recordings. Uh, there's yeah. also a bunch of additional patron exclusive material on there. There's our cult book club where sam and i read some literature uh, from various cults and ruthlessly mock it uh, and also uh, our podcast series listening to the music of various different cults and there's a new episode of that just gone up uh, mm-hmm. where we listen to some beautiful space jazz from uh, l ron hubbard so if you'd like to hear and see that uh, you can do that over there at patreon.com yeah and if you would also like to get in touch with us there was a small uh, administrative hiccup with our emails but we're back on track <laughs> you can uh, email us at coffeeandcults@gmail.com, or you can get in touch on one of our various social media platforms and we would really love that thank you so um this is a little uh brief coffee and cults extra updates edition which is updating uh about 12 tribes and things that have been going on in their world so yeah and uh side note thank you very much to courtney for their email about this too we're on it courtney Courtney. yeah um i'll I'll get back to courtney in a bit cool cheers thank you courtney so i don't know how well you have been following the various wildfires in different bits of the united states in the last 12 months sam yeah no what no sam doesn't give a fuck but uh no i'm (laughs) yes i do they're they're very sad that they started by stupid white people throwing gender reveal parties and it's very sad and 
uh, avoidable and sad. Yeah. So there have been lots of those, uh, as we know. And yeah, our, our sympathies are there with everyone that's been affected by them. They are horrible and terrible and seemingly happening more regularly mm -hmm. at the moment. Some of the most recent ones uh, began in December 30th, 2021, when grass fires broke out in Boulder County, Colorado. Mm. And the fires have respectively been named the Marshall Fire and the Middle Fork Fire. Oh, dear. Do we need to name fires? I don't know, really. Uh, at least better names than like, I don't know, Meredith or Becky or something. That's true. Fire Becky is not what you yeah. want to have uh, in your life and in your world. Um, and these have been pretty serious. FEMA uh, intervened, the Federal Emergency Management Agency. And there's been, yeah, quite a lot of destruction and some injuries and a few uh, fatalities as well. So it's been a pretty bad time, um, including some people who've been uh, who've gone missing and have yet to mm. be recovered. So if you're in Colorado and you've been affected by this, we are yeah, really sorry. Our, our sympathies and thoughts yeah. are with you. But what's interesting for those of us into the world of cults, Sam, is that there have been various interventions and investigations into the causes of this, um, not with suggestions being that it might be um, downed power cables, etc. But also, as reported in a few different places, the source of this fire, which could be one of the most destructive in the state's history, that's forced evacuations and all sorts, also contains a piece of property owned by 12 tribes. Mm. The uh, group that we have looked at um, several times uh, now, who have spread from America uh, to have groups all over the world, in South America, in Australia, in Europe, etc. But Sheriff Joe Pelle of Boulder County told reporters that there is an investigation into whether there is a connection between the 12 tribes compound and this fire uh mm. quote we're going to take our time and be methodical because the stakes are huge he said speaking to the new york times because various videos and posts on social media appeared to suggest that the fire began at a shed on a property owned by 12 tribes several witnesses saying they saw the fire begin near the sheds so it is possible and it's mm. being suggested that this really wild unprecedented set of fires may well have originated at the 12 tribes compound in these sheds and one of the former members and indeed former leaders of the group has suggested that maybe uh, there was some kind of candle making or blacksmithing operation that that's the thing that would likely be in one of those sheds Oof. and that, that may well be the source of a fire that would have caused this kind of damage surely a candle making factory is the last place that you'd want any like open <laughs> flame nearby blacksmithing yeah. you understand the requirement for hot things but candle factory that's funny yeah, yeah. the fires are not funny the fires are not funny yeah. that's and it. it's important our lawyer is back in the corner of the room and is urging yeah. me to point out that these are early investigations and no nothing has been proved in any way yeah um about the origins um, of these fires. But there is an investigation currently taking place uh, amongst the local sheriff's department uh, mm -hmm. and also the FBI, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives and the US Forest Service. Yeah. Twelve tribes themselves have been contacted for comment by various people um, and they have said uh, they are not going to comment until the investigation is over they have nothing to say that kind of makes 
sense to not uh, incriminate themselves. Uh, in Courtney's email, uh, she says that part of as part of 12 Tribes response is that their Yellow Delhi in downtown Boulder, brackets conveniently located next to the University of Colorado, says that they are temporarily closed due to the wildfires, but they are not nor have ever been in the burn zone at that location. Mm, okay, yeah, so obviously a, a wider impact uh, there. Mm. According to uh, reporting in the New York Times, Anne Michaels, a kindergarten teacher from uh, Boulder, Colorado, said she was driving by the property uh, when she noticed smoke coming from the 12 tribes property. She called 911 shortly afterwards, uh, as did Mike Zoltowski. That's a good name, who also reported seeing a fire on the property while staying with a friend nearby and saw a fire crew unsuccessfully try to put out what appeared to be a shed on fire before leaving the site. As soon as I turned around and came back, they were gone, he told local television station. And that's when I realised something was seriously wrong because the shed was still burning. Oh, dear. A search warrant has been executed as part of the investigation, although the exact location of that search warrant in the area has not been currently confirmed, which, again, I guess makes sense. So, um, yeah, it's been a pretty uh, significant local event and an investigation there is ongoing. Whoa, that's some scary shit. Uh, We send our love and thoughts to you folks in Colorado. We hope everyone is okay. Yeah, absolutely. We do. And we will keep you updated, listeners, if there is any further news um, of what is going on there. But it's strange that this uh, wildfire is suddenly putting focus onto this group uh, that otherwise has been out of the news for a little while. Um, Mm. If you're interested in a little bit more detail about the group, um, I will also pinpoint you to an interview that has happened recently that is currently available. Uh, Roger Griffin, who's one of the former elders and 20-year member of 12 Tribes who left, um, has recently done uh, an interview, which you can find online or you can find via freedomofmind.com, cool. uh, where he talks about both his time uh, within the group, um, but also talks a little bit about uh, this current event um, and how it might, yeah, how it might be uh, affecting the group and how they might be involved. There's also a really interesting rundown of him uh, talking through the ways in which he thinks 12 Tribes follows the bite control model. So, yeah, if you'd like to see that interview, which is with everybody's favorite cult expert, Stephen Hassan, uh, you can nice. find that at freedomofmind.com uh, or elsewhere reposted on the net. Cool. Lovely. So well, thank we you go. for that super sad update. <laughs> yeah, sorry, it's not. There's not a lot of um, there's not a lot of good news in this in this update. Uh, no. But we thought that you would like to know, listeners, that the that this yeah, the story is continuing. Yeah, um, wow. Which is extra- yeah. I I reckon maybe like once a fortnight, I get annoyed at how good that sandwich was. <laughs> That's fair. Listeners, if you haven't heard, you can uh, go back uh, to one of our recent uh, road trip episodes where Sam and I went to uh, a deli very near to where we live, um, Mm -hmm. run by 12 Drives, which, as she suggests, did have an excellent uh, lunch provision. It's sort of surreal, Sam. I was reading about them again, obviously, having found this update Mm. and sort of realising how widespread and awful they are. Yeah. as a group and how key they are to so much like cult research 
and it blows my mind that they just run a deli near where we live it's it's utterly yeah. insane yeah bizarre it's it's one of those like pull the string and more comes out sort of ones isn't it that that before we were doing this research i'd never heard of at all nothing in my yeah. sphere but yet like you say like so influential on cult research and doing a bunch of stuff yeah and i'm willing Making to bet really our, good sandwiches are one of the largest cults mm. sort of known cults that are still active despite having very very serious allegations against them it's it's yeah yeah extraordinary yeah i can think of a couple of other big ones but the lawyer is going zip. the lawyer is going zip as they are often want to do we'll do this is only a very i don't know that we've mentioned this on the on the main channel of the podcast but also a very brief local kittens update it's been Ooh. quite interesting that there have been um a few sort of local uh comments and um attempted campaigns uh because as we've said before here where we live the scientologists own a large building home form mm-hmm. hotel that they are supposedly going to transform into an ideal org and they've been fundraising locally to transform that building um, that's quite a common uh, allegedly tactic uh, to raise money uh, locally to say that they're going to build this new uh, glorious center we're in one mm-hmm. of the largest sort of areas for Scientologists in this country which is again weird but there's been some footage that has come out of the sort of the dilapidated state of that building and indeed the dilapidated state inside it's basically just being used as a big storage unit right um, and is otherwise crumbling but not so long ago uh, one of our local uh, MPs members of parliament um, started posting about what a waste it was to have this building in derelict state um, and not being used and there are people in that local community who are also raising sort of concerns and objections to it what they can do i don't know because it's owned yeah i guess they can do whatever they would like with it Mm. and obviously during the age of covid they haven't been able to do anything really to to promote it but the fact that the local mp was sort of raising concerns about the misuse of this building is interesting yeah Um, definitely I interest. I did message them and sort of went, oh, especially because this is, you know, there are some serious allegations about this group as well that maybe are also a concern, and they did not want to touch that <laughs> at all, which I guess is understandable. Yeah, but it will be interesting to see what that local campaign looks like. Mm. But also, Sam, and this is a special treat I've been saving for an update episode. Oh, okay, go on. There is also. And we'll put a link to this up somewhere, listeners. A little video of a fundraiser event held by our local Scientology org. Oh, um, okay. And if you give me a second, I will pull it up for you and we shall watch it together and you can uh, see what you think. Okay. Shall we, just shall bear we pause with me. the recording? Yeah. Okay, Sam. So I hadn't seen this before. This is actually from the year 2020, but it's part of the fundraising for this uh, building here in Plymouth that they want to update as an ideal org and we'll Wait, just uh, it's not this it's not this hotel is it yeah is that the one on the corner by the pavilion oh i think this is this is where the event was i don't think okay no i don't i was gonna say they can't have transformed yeah. yeah i tell you what we're gonna do actually listeners is we're just gonna watch this video and then we'll talk about it afterwards because otherwise mm-hmm. there might be some kind of copyright issue i would think oh, if you yeah. want to see this you can find it via tony ortega's blog or on tony ortega's mm-hmm. uh, youtube channel so i'm just going to pause you again listeners so um, I've, I've just shared that video with Sam uh, and it's prompted the best kind of facial reactions and responses I could have ever have hoped for. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah, <laughs> oh, that was 
a fever dream that was insane and bizarre. I was looking to see if I recognised any of those human beings. I recognised the one that spoke to us when we were there. Yeah, absolutely. The guy with glasses. Yeah, the glasses with the... The larger forehead. Do you want to know something really interesting about him? Yes, please. He was the first person in the UK to have a Scientology wedding. Whoa. Interesting. So, um, to describe what you've just missed, um, we see them going into a reasonably fancy local hotel. Yeah. Um, and into one of their small, I think it's fair to say, function rooms. Yeah. Um, and then we are greeted with a series of of delightful scenes of the kind of um, fun and games that you can see at a Scientology fundraiser. I'm honestly going to watch that again in a minute when we when we finish recording this episode. Oh my gosh, that was incredible, listeners! Please, please go and watch it uh what did you put it you just put in plymouth scientology and the video came up on youtube is that right yeah or if you go to tony ortega's youtube channel it's on there and you'll see it's it's called plymouth scientology 2020 that is incredible um so there's like a there's some kind of like 50s singer kind of tribute act there's uh there's some kind of sherlock holmes based skit that they're yeah. performing in very badly uh reading from bits of paper they're playing some kind of like generation game memory game yeah something involving a um, writing flip chart on, yeah writing game on a flip chart. i don't understand what were they writing what were they writing? but i guess there's about maybe 30 people yeah i'm yeah i'm gonna watch it again i'm gonna pause it and just to see if i've served any of these people in my shop <laughs> yeah I do well i think one of them I think the old man that we spoke to is in there as well, Sam, if you have a look. Yeah. Yeah, he was like dancing or something at some point. I think so. I think that's the old guy who got told off for telling us about the ships. Yes. And who refused to open or like nearly opened a book and then didn't. Yeah. Yeah. He is the guy dancing, I think, in the grey top. I think that's him. I don't Uh, know that the woman who spoke to us is in this, though. With the dogs and the horses. Yeah. Yeah. I don't entirely remember what she looked like now, but I can't mm. see her there. But it's it's very strange. I mean, it does just make me think yeah. it's weird how many members they have here. Yeah. Yeah. We are in a small town. Wow. That is great. Thank you so much, John. <laughs> um, so we'll we'll make sure that that's available or you can you can find it listeners looking for that link. But as I say, they're they're increasing their fundraising or have been trying to pre-COVID. They've just reopened the shop. Um a little bit and they've also brought back their stress test oh. little trolley so i expect to see them out and about um in the city more 100 percent. i'm going straight up to them and also i think we've talked about this a little bit before they have been giving out lots of basic hygiene information to the people of plymouth and stocking their their little booklets um in every conceivable um shop lots of shops and cafes sam is modeling one there for uh, those of you on patreon watching the video version of this so they've been putting a lot of work out there they also have we talked about this on what, the main this? channel about Kiam? Oh, oh mm. so you might have noticed, listeners, that an area of Plymouth has been on international news in recent times because there was a uh, very tragic shooting mm-hmm. um, by a very disturbed young man in the area. Um, but that means that there's been lots of sort of international news attention, but there's also been lots of sort of community support. There have been street pastors wandering around for months now, and the police have been much more regularly. Uh, apparent locally but also the scientologists have been leaving the way to happiness um around the local area including a big pile of way to happiness dvds in my local supermarket which is a bit objectionable really Mm -hmm. um, that they've been sort of using that tragedy as a recruitment 
um, yeah. tactic. And again, suggesting that the way to happiness, if only that had been read and told, wow. uh, I'm not going to name uh, the piece of shit that did it. Um, mm-hmm. But if only they'd read that, maybe they wouldn't have been such a fucker. But yeah, so it's been interesting yeah. to see them really like exploit a local tragedy as well yeah. as they've been sort of exploiting COVID by leaving propaganda around that doesn't say unless you read the small print at the back that's anything to do with Scientology, but nope. definitely is. Yeah, it's um, pretty disgusting behaviour, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, but because of the nefarious thing, I think if it was more openly, yeah. we are Scientology, I would have slightly less of a problem. Absolutely. It, but... put, it, put the leaflets on a little pile that says Church of Scientology. Full disclosure, then you know what you're picking up. Yeah, but, yeah, but it feels like it's deliberately... Yeah, uh, but there we go. So those are my cult updates for you. Yeah. This wow. Month, thank you so much, John. Thank you thank for you. your cult updates, and thank you, listeners, um, especially Courtney, for recommending. Yeah, cheers, um, Courtney. These updates for us. Thank you very much. And we will be back with you soon with another yeah. one-off cult. It's a it's a doozy. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's it. It's a doozy. <laughs> it's a doozy. Yeah. Um, but we'll be, yeah, we'll be talking to you about angels very, very soon and many more things indeed. We hope you're having a good 2022. We hope it's treating you well so far and we'll see you and hear you. No, you'll hear us. Things will happen very soon. <laughs> Sounds will occur. We, we love, love you. you. Bye. Bye. We're going to talk to you. You are the initiate. You are the cause we found out that I was actually getting a two inch by two inch brand with a colorizing man. We no longer under the laws of Moses. The world is leading to violence and the violence shall take it by force. Coffee. And cult.